Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ouch That Hurts. I'm your host Yolani and in today's episode I will be talking about businesses and how can you think about businesses in the right way, right? So businesses are important and especially around the pandemic 2020 we've seen a tremendous growth of small businesses arising. And why is that? Well, first of all, it's because many people were getting laid off and they couldn't find a job. And if they did, the job was uh, extremely not well paid. And also, there weren't many individuals working for that job therefore you had to take the amount of three people's jobs so that happened and many people got overburned they just felt like they couldn't keep track with their jobs and that's why uh, we've seen an increase of small businesses and let's talk about them right um what exactly should you do if you have a business um why you shouldn't go into this business route and the pros and cons of businesses and things of that nature so we're going to talk about all business i have uh, looked into different people's business and see how they have been able to grow I'm so into that. I'm so into finance. I'm so into how exactly businesses work. And yeah, so number one, I've seen that many people fall into the traps of multi-network, uh, multi-level marketing, right? So what is that? Multi-level marketing is when a corporation tries to recruit other people. It's like a pyramid, right? It's a pyramid where the top people try to hire people from the bottom. People from the bottom try to hire more people from the bottom. And from the from below the, the pyramid. And they also try to incentivize people um, if they hire more people. So... That's an issue that we have seen. And obviously, most of these places where they recruit, they also tend to sell a product. So it seems like they're selling something, doing something, right? And these are these um, multi-level marketing companies tend to target single mothers, Hispanic people, minorities, people who don't have a really good job because they didn't go to college or don't have the network the network or the connections that everyone should have in order to to be successful in a corporate career so you've seen i've seen it with my aunt with my mom they've been into these multi uh, level marketing places why well one because they want to have an extra income the most famous for my family would be Toberware, is where they recruit different people, try to recruit people from the top, try to recruit other people to sell that product, right? So my aunt has been in it. Apparently, she says that she has been making money, but she always gets tons of products at the expense of her getting, having to recruit people. Most of the people that 
are being recruited leave the company after they don't see any results because obviously if you don't see any results you're going to step away from that company and then the recruiters have to now buy that product or they have to sell that product and they get tons tons of 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 product that they don't really need and they have accumulated so many products that eventually they will have to pay and if pay in the sense of having to sell those things at a very very high price many people many clients tend to not have that like that because they can find a product just like that on amazon or some other place at the dollar dollar 99 cent store where they can find a product that's much affordable than Tupperwares, right? Tupperwares can be very expensive. And you can find those things at a very affordable price somewhere else. So same thing with Princess House. It's another corporation that uses the same technique as this. And they eventually try to recruit more people. They have uh, apparently sales. And these sales are so... These products are so expensive. Like... There's, I remember I heard about this blender that cost $600, $600 where you can find one at Kohl's for a fraction of a price, like $150, $100 that are also great, a great brand. So you can see that the prices of these products are so level up. Many people don't want to purchase that. They eventually have a quote-unquote sale where you buy three and they, and you get e um, each of them half the price. Half a price of $600 is $300, which eventually is a lot more than the average blender. This is just so not good. It's just robbing people from, it seems like a business, but eventually you're just trying to recruit as many people. And this is um, what Ramit Satith was talking about in his Netflix show, how a pyramid scheme has to recruit people without any products and services and a multi-level marketing network. They recruit people but they have products and services and eventually it's the same thing it's just that one is legal the other one's illegal the pyramid scheme pyramid scheme it's illegal the other one the multi-level marketing it's legal so we've seen this with so many of our hispanic mothers they sell so many products or they try to build a business off of it but in reality the only people who are making profits are the people in the top so we've seen that and please stay away from these businesses you should try something else okay next thing is that in business what you need to do and i learned this from ramit sati who is the founder of how to get rich or i will teach you how to be rich how to be rich and it's an incredible book so this this incredible person ramit sati talked about business how many people when they're starting off they try to create an llc try to get funding from investors try to make a website 
things that you have to spend so much time, so much effort, so much money. And eventually, those stages of a business, you shouldn't get started. You should get started with trying to get, trying to do your research, find your competitors, find three clients. And then from those three clients, you have the opportunity to get more. Even if these clients are your family members, that means that your product, it's, it can be sold. So you have to go in about and find other clients somewhere else. And I was just mesmerized by that simple technique because whenever we try to start a business, we think we have to have an extensive amount of marketing on a website. We have to pay for places like Shopify or Etsy where they charge us monthly for having that store. And eventually before we we are starting a a business, we are taking money away from our own money in order to start those things off when in reality we need to sell first in order to see if this business qualifies to be a business right a business is just a product or a service that other people are willing to pay so it's a very simple technique but i we learn these things the hard way when we we pay for memberships when we pay for packaging and we start getting ourselves ahead we try to get a lawyer or try to find someone online or we go on youtube and try to search to see how we can make our business legal without really knowing if this business really going is going to be profitable or if other people are willing to pay for the service or product so that is a very simple technique but i i want you to take close attention pay close attention on that all right what else is one of the things that i've noticed is and this is something that i've talked about in previous episodes but this is a more business related is when you're starting off you shouldn't get loans we've seen so many successful people get into so much debt it's, I, I one of the famous examples that i can think of is the founder of tart she was in credit card debt fifty thousand dollars fifty that five zero coma zero 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 she was getting all of this money from credit card companies to start her own business that was a very risky move why why was that number one credit card debt is it has so much interest more interest than anything else I would say it's more interest than a house mortgage. More house mortgages tend to fall from four to five, six percent if you're in the lucky side. And credit cards tend to go up to ten percent. If it's a store like Macy's twenty twenty three, twenty seven percent. I've seen that. And it's very risky. Imagine if she didn't make profits, how would she be able to pay for 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 even the interest right because they don't charge you for the loan they also charge you for the interest so she eventually made it work somehow and i would love to have a conversation with her to see exactly what she did in order to pay those off did she had a full-time job did she had funding from a family member how how did how did she manage to do these things right how was she able to pay her rent 
Was it something that was given to her? Did she have a part-time job? Things of that nature, very, very important. So that is that you have, you have to start with your own money. Even if it's very small, Carol's daughter started small, only with her own funding. Sarah Blakely started with her own uh, $5,000 to create Spanx, right? So these things are so important to understand that you don't have to have that tens and thousands of dollars. Kendra Scott started with $500 from her bedroom. These things are so important. So don't just think that you need tons of money to have a business, right? All right, what's the next thing? Another thing that I think I found very fascinating is that when you're starting your business, you shouldn't leave your nine to five. We make the mistake of leaving nine to five because we are so eager. We think that our business is going to grow as fast as I, as we would like to. And sometimes it takes months and sometimes years to, to gather, to break even. So you should do your job part-time. I mean, your business part-time and slowly but surely turning your business from a full-time to a, from a part-time to a full-time and then your business, it can go from a full-time to a part-time to eventually not having that job anymore. So this is a story from the beauty blender founder. She was a makeup artist and she decided to make beauty blender. Beauty blender is that sponge sponge for your foundation. And that that's something that she created. She didn't leave her job until 20 years later or 10 years, 15 years later, along the along the lines of that. That means that she was still working, but her business was part time. And she was trying to slowly but surely grow her business. But of course, she couldn't leave her other side jobs, her other side job, which was a full time job. And that just gives me the motivation to keep on going because when we are starting off, we think we need, we have to stay away from our business, I mean, from our job in order to focus 100%. She was able to, to build her business slowly but surely. And she now has an incredible brand that everyone, everyone loves. I mean, whenever we think of a sponge, we th- of a sponge, we think of beauty blenders right? We don't think, oh, this is just a regular sponge. This is, or we say this is an egg shape sponge. Sponge. We see, we say, oh, this is a beauty blender. So just the branding, the way that this brand has worked for her, it's incredible. So yeah, so these are some of my takeaways from business. If you want to know more about, I would definitely do a part two or I would do more business style podcasts because i'm podcasts because i really really love these conversations and i've gathered so many great information from individuals that i admire so thank you so much for listening to today's podcast also don't forget to follow me on tiktok at ouch that hurts podcast and also on lemon eight at ouch that hurts i'll see you in the next episode bye